Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10 day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. We're back at it inside the Magic Radio box, and it is like repackaged wine in a new box. Uh, here it is. Ta-da! Uh, we continue our daily mission, our obligatory decoding of the different warring factions in professional sports as we await the next big league. Now, the UFC's back. Shout out to Dana White. We know that professional wrestling never went away. Wink and a nod to Vince McMahon. But what about 
the meat and potatoes, the legacy sports leagues, and yet again, right at the top of the sporting news is Major League Baseball. And we're going to follow up on a previous episode of the show because there's a theme here. And when we last got together and chatted, I talked to you about Tony Clark and we discussed the union and also Scott Boris both taking a blowtorch to the Major League Baseball proposal of a one-year revenue-sharing plan. You might remember that. Now, in theory, this would only last during the wonky 2020 season. It's certainly a, a possibility that this continues into 2021 as well until fans are allowed to come back to the ballpark. And it seems like in some states that might be a very long time. In other states, not so much. So it depends on where you are. So uh, so anyway, Tony Clark claimed it was a salary cap. Boros said his guys are united, all his big-name clients there, and have already agreed to pay cuts, and they will not take any further reduction. That's essentially what Boros said. So let's look at the latest rhetoric, though, because Major League Baseball and the Players Union supposedly talk, 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 talk. I mean, nonstop talking. Uh, they talked about uh, some different issues, health and safety mostly, and there was talk about protocols, logistics, uh, testing was brought up, and I saw a number that said there were like 80 pages of safety guidelines. I mean, that is that seems a little much. Seems a little much to me. Maybe I'm out outside my uh, my area of expertise. But 80 pages does that not seem like a tremendous bureaucracy that you probably don't need 80 pages of stuff? You know what I'm saying? But they they have to cover everything for liability. And all that, they were talking about all of the different testing and all that. There was ec- there was no real economic talk, right? No proposals, supposedly, uh, talk about revenue sharing or salary reductions. That has not happened as of what we are being told. Now, we are informed that Major League Baseball leadership are bunkering down. Down, 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 down. They got their shovel out, and they are planting... The the tent down there, and they're they're ready for a, for a dogfight. The owner's position is that they will lose money and actually more money if they play games without you and I, the fans, and pay prorated salaries. That they'll actually lose more money that way than if they don't play at all. So financially, they would be better off not to play unless the players are willing to negotiate. Now, as a result, the collective ownership are saying that they will not pay prorated salaries. This reporting comes from John Heyman, who works for state-sponsored MLB Network. He gets paid good money to represent Major League Baseball and pretty much repeat their talking points. And he also gets paid a lot to call the radio shows. Good for him. Uh, but now we wait for a rebuttal from the union. We wait for a rebuttal from the union. I have not seen it. Maybe you have. I have not seen an on uh, unquote rebuttal. So let's discuss what we do know. And what we do know is more of the same, that Major League Baseball's ownership is in a position right now where they're like, hey, we're going to have to cut pay. So the question is this. What do you make of the Major League Baseball owner's position? So I've got the soap opera, trickle down, and the horse race. And we will tie all these things together and we will make an Italian sandwich. Well, actually, cooking with Roberto, I'm told, we'll make an Italian sandwich later on. So, uh, A, this position by the Major League Baseball collective ownership uh, does not 
stuff. But you, you can thank the economic shutdown for this particular situation. We're in a quagmire. Uh, I didn't want it. You didn't want it. Uh, we have different thoughts, I imagine, on how to get out of it, but we're in it. And so this is a direct byproduct. This is what I've been preaching about over and over again. It's not an overreaction. If anything, it's an overreaction by the politicians. But from an economic standpoint, this is the world that we are now in because of the last couple of months, and it's continuing on. And so the idea that Major League Baseball is not immune, the business of baseball, from feeling the after effects is nonsense. Battle lines have clearly been drawn here. They've been drawn in the sand. You've got the billionaires on one side. You've got the millionaires on the other side. And so you put your glove on. You put your mask on. You get a big, massive tub of buttered popcorn. It's a real-life soap opera. We are watching over the next couple of weeks this play out here as the world turns. Now, at stake is the pie. Now, it's a much smaller pie than originally available, the pie of revenue for the 2020 season. you got to look at it like if you were in the, the bakery business and you made cupcakes and you sold those cupcakes for $5 and then you ended up having to sell those cupcakes for $2.25 for various mitigating factors. Well, if you're suddenly you, your cost go they don't go down right you but you have to find a way to juggle the money so in order to make a profit if you own that particular bakery you're going to have to either reduce the salary of the people you employ or lay people off or all of the above it's just basic economics of running a business now part b of this if the numbers are true and that is open to interpretation the baseball owners aren't going to sign off on losing money now, uh, the players, I keep saying this, and nobody's listening. The players actually can play this to their advantage. Short-term pain for long-term gain. Because the players have argued for years that they need to see the books. The owners would never open up the books, the financials. This is the opportunity to see how Major League Baseball, the business of baseball, operates. And, yeah, the numbers will not be exactly like they were, but it will give you a rough estimate of what you're dealing with if you're the union, in future labor negotiations to take that as a, an ace card and win the game of poker. Put that under your sleeve and hold on to it. Uh, but it seems like they, at this point the comments are that they, they're not really interested in that. But when you look at all of the information available again, uh, the owners, they claim, are guaranteed to lose money if they have to pay the salaries the way they are now, they would make money by canceling the season. They would not lose as much money uh, having to pay out the elephant-sized contract. So it's it's really the triple trickle-down effect uh, in a negative way. Uh, in a negative, you know, take out trickle trickle-down economics. But in this way, uh, if you let me give you an abridged recap of what I believe is going on here. So baseball claims forty percent of all revenue comes from the gate, the attendance, buying tickets, hot dogs, Cracker Jacks, peanuts, overpriced caps, those delicious ice cream sundaes with the jumbo batting helmet that I love so much, all of that stuff, right? Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So that's 40% right there. You've, you've chopped that off right there. You've trimmed that off with a haircut. So then you say there's fewer games. Well, that's inventory, right? Inventory. You go to a grocery store. There's a lot of people right now listening to our show who are stocking toilet paper and tomato soup cans on aisle three. And 
you know, if you have to have a certain number of inventory in the store, right? Well, in baseball, the inventory is the number of games. I think it's obvious. And the television rights are based on a number of shows. It's like having a TV show and having fewer episodes of the TV show. Well, the actors aren't going to get paid the same amount of money. And even though baseball ratings, I believe, are going to skyrocket, and I truly believe that. I think baseball, this will be the golden age for baseball television ratings based on what I saw with the UFC and their ratings and the hunger, the thirst for sports activity. That doesn't matter in terms of the negotiation because I'll tell you why. Uh, the advertising market. I work in the advertising business. Radio is the advertising business. The advertising market across the board, not just in radio, but in television, in online, all of it has dwindled as this coronavirus pandemic has continued. People just aren't spending as much advertising. Now we're close. And so that is affecting all forms of media. And the increased ratings does not mean the rights holders will then be able to monetize that and charge more if there are fewer ad dollars available. Do you understand how this works? Uh, now, this, I know this, this is rich people problems, and we shouldn't worry about rich people problems, but that's a lot of what we do on sports radio. We worry about rich people problems, and this is rich people problems. This is first world stuff. Um, you know, you, you, but you don't get wealthy by making dumb decisions. And then I, I have on the other side of the aisle here, you have the the most powerful union in sports. And yet again, they act paranoid. And I had this epiphany while I was getting ready for the show. And, uh, you know, normally I'd say driving into the show, but I'm not driving in. So I was just sitting on my ass and I had an epiphany. So the epiphany was this. It seems like, and this is my theory here, that the union has this PTSD where they are convinced if they have to take their medicine and give back concessions, sacrifice, that if they do that this year, that the ball players are going to, it's going to be like the 1950s again, where these poor players are going to have to go out and get second jobs to make ends meet, that Mike Trout's going to work as a fisherman and Clayton Kershaw is going to be a farmhand and uh, I don't know, Aaron Judge will be a butcher or something along those lines. I mean, it's irrational is what it is. Now, the last word here. So the players union and the owners, listen, they're both out of touch. I'm not, it sounds like I'm just rah-rah owners. I'm not. It's if you had to pick, right, it's, it's that Sophie's choice. Which one are you going to make? I'm going to take the, the owners on this one. And it's like watching a two-horse race. And both horses are hopping on three legs to try to win the Kentucky Derby. Uh, that's what we're looking at. The, the players have managed to look worse which I think is a tremendous credit to Tony Clark and the union, and also a credit to the owners who, are, who have absolutely played the players like a fiddle. Uh, and you know, the bottom line is this. You know what we're going through. We're facing a global recession. We, you and I, are facing a global recession. Projections of doom and gloom, 32% unemployment, 47 million people out of work. And in the middle of this, the players have bitterness – and their sensibilities are shaken, well, boo-hoo. You know, boo-hoo to you. Suck it up. Okay, uh, take a number. Go to the deli counter there. There's a number. Take a number and wait your turn, and you can get in line behind all the other people like us that have taken pay cuts or furloughs and things like that. Listen, sports has been very lucky. They've lived a, a, long, a very charmed life here in a parallel dimension. Uh, where you're guaranteed to make money year after year, and the players make more and more, the owners make more and more, and now the chickens are coming home to roost. Now this 
hopefully will only be temporary. Uh, but that's how it works, right? That's, that's, that's how the business works. When a business loses money, whether it's the Minnesota Twins or your local sandwich shop, does everyone keep getting paid the same? That's not exactly how it works in the real world. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Pitter-patter continuing here as we do a little doopsie-doo, or dipsy-doo rather, and talk some basketball. So the NBA Players Association, this is the latest on the basketball front as we continue to do obligatory monologue after obligatory monologue over the sports world coming back. Uh, So the NBA Players Association and the top basketball insiders got into a back and forth about plans to finish the season. This played out on social media and I don't know if you had a chance to watch it. Maybe you have a life. Maybe you were sleeping. You weren't paying attention. I don't blame you. Perhaps you missed it. So let me give you the bullet point recap. So it started with a Woj bomb. Uh, Woj reported that on Tuesday, this was Tuesday here, yesterday, that the NBA Players Association, their regional reps had begun the process or process of texting the roughly 450 players who are part of the NBA to find out if they were comfortable with continuing the season. Now, that shortly shortly after that story ran, and Woj sent that out on social media, the Players Association, then run by Michelle Roberts, they attempted to debunk that particular story, right? They tried to put water on it and essentially said it wasn't accurate. They issued their own statement through Woj's blood rival, Shams, Right, shams of the athletics. So you've got dueling NBA insiders, like dueling banjos. So the the NBA Players Association used shams to refute that particular narrative, saying, "Quote: This is a prepared statement. The NBA PA is not is not engaging in and has not authorized any formal poll of its players." That was what the statement read. All right, short and sweet. Now, do you think that Woj then retracted the story? That would be incorrect. Uh, He did not retract. In fact, he doubled down. So you now have warring factions of NBA insiders, butting heads, and it's a he said, he said situation, or I guess you could say he said, she said, because Michelle Roberts of the Players Union and Woj, uh, let us discuss. The question is this. What is the real deal here with the Players Association? What's really going on? My observations, you've got men's footwear, sweet science, and the $64,000 question. And we will connect all of these jigsaw puzzles together and we'll make whatever is on the box there. When you make a puzzle, you have to look at the box. All right, now, number one. Number one. The NBA Players Association absolutely was getting the pulse of the electorate. Uh, And while this is not a big deal. He said, well, of course they would be doing that. The pushback is absurd. And it was a straw poll, right? It's still a survey. It wasn't, it wasn't a full-on election, but it was a survey. And, and Woj, who is the most plugged-in basketball insider, 
And I guess in a way to humble brag, but I'm not trying to humble brag. I, when I worked at NBC briefly, did some television, Woj was our basketball guy. And, uh, and I, I consider Woj uh, not a real friend, but like a fake TV friend because we had a meal uh, we, a couple times. We ate, we ate dinner together. So I consider him someone uh, who I have a casual uh, relationship with. But listen, Woj, it doesn't matter whether I knew the guy or not, Woj absolutely pantsed the Players Association in front of the entire basketball community. Because right, you know, the thing about that guy is he does not report something unless it's double and triple checked. And he's got immaculate perfection when it comes to his sources. And so he tweeted out a copy of the actual text message sent out to the players. While the union said, hey, we didn't do this, here is the copy of the message that Woj repeated. He said, the NBA, this, is, uh, this is from Woj. In the NBAPA regional rep, Tim McCormick's group text to players, he wrote, Michelle, as in Michelle Roberts, the woman in charge of the union asked for me to reach out and ask the simple confidential question, do you want the season to start again? That was sent out to the NBA players. Now, I don't know about where you are on that side of the radio, but on this side of the radio, that sounds like an informal survey in these headphones that I'm wearing right now. That's what it sounds like uh, to me. Uh, maybe maybe I'm crazy on that, and you got to think of this like men's footwear, like like shoes. If if the shoe fits, wear it. Right. This is what the union was doing, I and mean, why they would be offended by this seems rather odd. Now, the second thing here, the NBA Players Association, they are much like our friend in Minnesota, Regina. They're on the spin cycle. Right now, that's what the Players Association is doing. It's like the, the boxing world. You know, we talk about the sweet science uh, from time to time on the show. And in boxing, you're not going to win every round. Sometimes you're going to lose. So the union in this back and forth, they lost. Just take the loss, eat the L, and move on. Um, listen, they, if you look at, at all of this, they, they also, the NBA Players Association, using the book that I wrote a couple years ago, Weasel Words for Idiots. Uh, in, a, in that prepared statement that I read, they said they had not authorized any formal poll of its players. They didn't mention anything about an informal poll. So it's all a game of semantics is what it is, right? There are no secrets in labor negotiations. Uh, it, it's cute that the union put in that text message that Woj had confidential. And so that message then was sent. I'm assuming the way this chain worked is the message gets sent to the player. The player then copies it and sends it to the agent and the agent then forwards it to Woj because he wants, you know, it's quid pro quo, right? You give Woj something, he'll tell you something you didn't know about. And that's how the deals are done. But Maybe that's how it went. I mean, who knows? I, don't, I have no idea. But the message was copy and pasted into Woj's phone, and then the union tried to deny it and said it didn't happen that way. And with the email chains and the text message chains, uh, th- there is a trail of breadcrumbs from from here right back to the to the to the bakery, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Now the final point here. And while Shams and Woj sparred over this dopey survey of NBA players, there are bigger fish to fry. There's a couple of other angles to this story that we must address. Some of the biggest headliners in the NBA, 
attempted to form a united front. Uh, And they want to resume the season. At least that's the story that the NBA wants you to know. Uh, And when I say big names, all right, when I'm going big, I'm going big here. I'm going uh, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, the Greek freak, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, who's not even really playing anymore. He's hurt. He'll be hurt forever. Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, and Russell Westbrook were among the conclave of big-name NBA players, and they, of course, leaked this to their friends in the media, the surrogates in the media, and then that got put out there. I think Yahoo had it first, if that matters to you. It usually only matters to people in the media who had it first, but uh, they had it. So the $64,000 question, does that mean that we will get an NBA season? It's great that Chris Paul, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Kevin Durant and all these guys got together and chuckled it up on the phone. It's wonderful. Uh, But will we get an NBA season? Well, Adam Silver has interjected now, and there's another report that was leaked uh, not that long before we came on the air, that Adam Silver is, according to The Athletic, going to decide in the next two to four weeks. Now, that would mean either the end of May or the middle of June, and that is the the decision point. Uh, So we're looking at possibly another month for the NBA to twist and turn and blow in the wind and see what happens and decide whether or not they want to resume and conclude and crown a champion in the NBA. So he's got till mid-June, Adam Silver, to crutz ois, as my Yiddish grandfather would have said if he was here today, and just continue to drag your feet. right? And so despite what seems to be positive statements from the superstar players, which really, in the NBA's case, You'd say it's unlike the NFL. The NFL, the majority, the rank and file always win these these battles, right? We every labor negotiation, there's more poor players than rich players. The poor players get the same vote the rich players get. And so the owners always win. In the NBA, it's different though. It's a player run league. The headliners in the NBA, if LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard and all these guys bitched and moaned and said, We don't want to play, uh, we're done. If that's the case then there is no NBA. Now, they obviously haven't said that. In fact, they've said the other thing here. Uh, but my position is this. I, I, I am unconvinced that we will see the NBA, and I am doubting this. Uh, that, that is the one. I do not foreshadow this happening. And it's one of those things you hope you're wrong. You hope you're wrong. Uh, all the NBA has done is talk, 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 talk. They haven't done any walking. And it's never going to be 100% safe. And you're just going to have to mitigate risk, and you're going to have to go out there. There are things that you can get, whether it's the coronavirus or other illnesses that you can get from going out of your house, and you have to decide whether that's something that's worthwhile or not. And if it's not worthwhile, then you shouldn't do it. And if it is worthwhile, then full full missiles, uh, ship ahead, right? Full full ship ahead and all that. Now, Dana White, uh, Dana White here summed it up best. Again, uh, the UFC guy who was asked recently about the professional sports leagues returning, and Dana White was not optimistic. And Dana White said something that I have been saying over these last couple months, of course, confirmation bias it made me feel good about myself so I, I want to repeat it but he was asked about the NBA the NHL and Major League Baseball and he's not think that these are going to come back anytime soon uh, now Dana White's part of this task force with the other sports commissioners 
that the White House sent up, uh, set up. And so he's, he's on the same call. He talks to these people. They're in his circle. And here's the quote from Dana White recently. He said, I think a lot of these other bigger leagues are afraid of criticism. To be honest with you, you can't be afraid of criticism. Now, that's exactly what's going on here. Right? There are plans and plans. There's no perfect plan. There's never going to be a perfect plan because someone's sensibilities are going to be upset. You've just got to pick something. That's what grown-ups do. And it's not going to be foolproof, and you go forward. And if you want perfection, you're not going to get perfection, so you just got to deal with it. That's, that's what happens in the real world here. And it seems like these sports leagues are so upset that if they say the wrong thing, if the NBA decides to come back, there'll be some hit piece in the New York Times ripping them, and then they're going to have to answer that. And they're the most woke league in the world. How can they possibly come back? How dare them? And, uh, and, and we just do this song and dance over and over again. But do I want the NBA? Yes. Do I think we're going to get the NBA? I'm, I'm doubtful. I'm doubtful. I'm hopeful, but I'm doubtful, and realistically, I would say no. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Make way, make way for the kookaloo. Well, so Daryl Morey sent out a funny tweet saying that the Rockets are poised to win the championship this season because, quote, Houston championships always get an asterisk. Now, Ben, it was a funny tweet, but do you think that the NBA champ this year, uh, if there is one, deserves an asterisk? Well, listen, first of all, this is comedy gold, and I give Daryl Morey credit where credit is due. He's he's not only lampooning the Astros, he's also goofing on the Rockets, right? Because a lot of people believe those Elijah Wan championships would not have happened if Jordan had been shadow banned and forced to play baseball in Birmingham. So that's the first thing. Secondly, to answer the question directly, there is no asterisk on the NBA champion as long as Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers win the championship, there is no asterisk. Now, I can't say the same thing if some other team wins. Uh, but, no, I mean, in, in all seriousness, everyone's playing by the same rules. It's a level playing field. If anything, it's actually going to be harder this year because there's no home court advantage. There's no fans to feed off of. So it's going to be more difficult, the players that feed off the emotion. All right, next. Now, according to Vegas oddmakers, they think that Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey have an equal chance to lead the league in rushing this year. Who are you taking, Ben? Well, between those two, I would take Saquon Barkley because the, the, the Giants and Panthers, A, are going to both stink. Uh, they're both going to suck. But Carolina figures to blow more, especially in the same division with Tom Brady now and, more importantly, the New Orleans Saints, who have been there for, for years and been great. And it presents – the quagmire here is the rushing stats because McC- you look at these two, McCaffrey – it's hard to put up big rushing stats when you're trailing. Like the Giants, I think, are close enough to being competitive where I would take the Giants. But you got it. What about the guy like Derek Henry of Tennessee? All right, next. Now, Isaiah Simmons is someone that stood out during the draft thanks to his versatility. Now, he played all over the defensive side of the ball for Clemson. However, Cliff Kingsbury said that the Cardinals are excited to see what it'll look like when Simmons focuses on one position. 
Ben, do you think this is a good idea, or would they not be utilizing him correctly? No, no. The advantage this guy Isaiah Simmons has from Clemson is he, he's like a Swiss Army knife guy. He can play five different positions. This is the kind of guy that Bill Belichick would have an orgasm if he had on the Patriots because it causes problems for the other team on where to line up and all that. So it seems like a waste to me for Arizona. It's a bad job by them. I'm not surprised because Cliff Kingsbury is the guy that gave us the cell phone break and the juice box break during practice, so it's it's not out of character. All right, how do we do, Koopa Loop? Ben, answer two was kind of short. You failed this edition. Oh, see, see, Koop's been empowered all of a sudden. You keep failing me. You feel the pressure, Koop. I know what you're doing. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. And away we go. It is password time. We'll meet our contestants here in a second and have password, the word game of the stars. This hour of the Ben Maller Show on our hotline brought to you by Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limits to how much they'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. What are you waiting for? Learn more. Discover.com slash cash back match and with that we welcome in our contestants we have joe in san antonio hello joe hey man thanks for letting me play coop and i are undefeated so we'll kick ass again okay you're already picking coop fine that that cuts out the bs joe's one of our regulars he's two second delay guy joe he sent me that bill miller barbecue hat that i wore I think last week. So, uh, all right, and we have. Uh, let's see here. How about Julian, the Postmates driver? And I think he's in Southern California. I, I believe. Hello, Julian. Yes. Hi, Ben. I'm here in L.A. There you go. Beautiful Lost Wages, Nevada, or Lost Wages, California. At this point, with what's going on. <laughs> all right, uh, Julian. Very good. How's the Postmates business treating you these days? Are people using you a lot? Oh my gosh, they're using it like you can't believe. The The latest news is that um, Grubhub is about to be bought out by Uber Eats because business is absolutely through the roof. So Postmates is treating me really good. Oh, good. See, there you go. You're benefiting from the madness that's out there. That's good. All right. Uh, well, very good. And uh, Julian, who would you like to partner up with, Julian? Oh, man. Uh Gosh, I hate to do this, but I'm going to go with you, Ben. <laughs> I didn't really appreciate the way you said that. Yeah, he hates to do it, but he's going to go with you, Ben. It's not very nice, you know. I mean, you know, I put you on the air. I could have put these other guys on the air that wanted to call in and play. But uh, all right, we'll play the here. damn game. I don't care. Go ahead, play the game. We got a list of words. We got to go quick here. Koopa Loop. Uh, pick, by the, by the way, you got two words that are the same here. Two and nine are the same word. So just throwing it out. Oh, that makes the degree of difficulty very difficult. <laughs> All right, so we'll get rid. How about we get rid of two, and so that we have one through. Oh boy! All right, just pick a number, Joe. We'll figure it out. Okay, let's go. Gosh, you guys just try to annoy me. Let's go three. All right, number three. Okay, go ahead. All right, Joe. uh, the The hint I'm going to give you is syringe. Needle. Yeah. Uh, I, I had the mallet maneuver. I was going to use the mallet maneuver on that. I would have gone threading. 
No mallard maneuver needed there. All right, that's easy. All right, go Ten ahead, nothing. Julian. Let's get uh, let's get on the board here, Julian. Okay. Pick a number, uh, any number. Go ahead. Give me seven. All right, number seven. You want to talk about easy? Coop, your mic was on when you said that. Okay. Come on. What's wrong with you? Uh, let's go. Let's see here. There's a couple ways I can go. Uh, let's go with. I'm in the wrong way. What? How about complimentary? As complimentary. Free. Yeah, yeah. Good job by Got you. It. Good job by you, Julian. That wasn't that easy. All right, we're tied at ten. And back to Joe we go. Pick a number, Joe. Not three and not seven. Uh, let's Come go. Come on, six. Joe. Let's go six. Number six. All right. Go ahead, Coop. Uh, let's go with... Mr. Easy. Let's go with quickness. Fast. No. How about... Accelerate. Speed. Yeah. yeah, good job by you. Good job by you, Julian. <laughs> You're a star. All right, hurry up. Pick another number, Julian. Pick a number, Julian. Number two. All right, number two, which is also number nine. So we're going to get rid of number nine, uh, which is not that we have time for it anyway. Uh, let's go with uh, how about Tremble. Julian? No. no. All right, this is for a tie. All right, you Joe, you right. you heard you heard Ben's clue, right? Leave me out of this. <laughs> Leave me out of this. Yeah, tremble. Okay. Tremble and he takes cake. So so, so, so the the hint I'm gonna give you is cold. Tremble. <laughs> oh, oh, you lost. What? You didn't get it right. Joe's an idiot. The word was shiver. Uh, Julian, uh, congratulations. That was you win. Clue. What's that? That it was, was your clue. Exactly. You just the word said was that. shiver. The word we were looking for was oh shiver. Goodness. Oh my god. I'm gonna shiver after this. Got a murder. Got to go. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.